Welcome to Leave It on the Court. My name is Corey Randall. My name is Mustafa. So today's segment is about who is the rookie of the year. Um, there are really, it's really is only a conversation of two for the most part, um, but everybody has their pick. So in your opinion, Mustafa, who is the rookie of the year this season? Uh, thus far, my, my rookie of the year, I mean, it's not, this is not like a foreign opinion. It's John Morant. Um, <laughs> for, for me, it's just, it's so clear cut with him because it's like when you, when the Memphis got him, I'm pretty sure they knew they got a star. And I think he's, he's one of those few players that come in, you know, can, that can be a franchise, can, can hold the burden of a franchise player, even as a point guard. Which is not it's not it's not an easy task because you know you're not as physically built or as tall as maybe like let's say a Michael Jordan or a, a Kawhi Leonard. You know, this is one of the reasons. That's one of the uh, hurdles he faced when he first came in. People said like, "Wow, Walt Clyde Frazier." People like Walt Clyde Frazier said, "You know, he's not seven feet. There's no way he can run a team or be the number one guy." But he proved them wrong. But obviously, in this situation, this guy six three. I'm not saying he's gonna be a Michael Jordan or the best to ever do it, but I think he's carrying a forward. He has a really good feel for the game. He just under like he's at way ahead of his time. So you know, people like Kendrick Nunn, they say, "Oh yeah, you know, I I should have won it or whatever the case is." But he's not. He's he's not so. He's a contributor to his team, but he didn't have the same impact that a John Morant had. And for me, I could see him being a star, but not a superstar. He could prove me wrong, but to me, John Morant is someone that I can see being a superstar already at his young age. You know, obviously, um, a guy like Zion, you know, he would have been a lot closer in vote had he not get hurt. But, you know, at the same token, you know, he's playing on a losing team. So that, too, can hurt. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I wonder what what do you feel about it, man? Um, under the circumstances, I definitely uh, agree. John Morant is, should win Rookie of the Year. Um, you know, he I was watching him in college. I was like, damn, this kid is good. Uh, and a lot of people I feel like underestimated John Morant's game because when you see a guy who's very athletic, you almost forget because of how freakish athletically he is that you forget the other things that he can do as well the other skill set that he has mm-hmm. like a lot of people don't realize he can shoot yeah he, <laughs> he can, can shoot, shoot that rock he can knock I mean, it down he, a lot of times he's flying to the rack you know he's very he's like a cat he's very fast you know he's like a black cat he's very fast knows how to um you know use his agility mm-hmm. and move around and he'll dunk on you but dude can shoot the ball um and i mean it's crazy that for you don't see point guards usually shooting at the efficiency he shot. He was like 49% overall from three. I think he's around like 40%. I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly. But like, you know, he's a very efficient point guard. He's a very, obviously, very instrumental in the Grizzlies' success because they were kind of packing the bags up for a few years, it was looking like. And uh, mm-hmm. they, in the Western Conference now, you know, they're eighth seed. Um, my my only thing with like picking certain awards in the NBA, which I criticize, is 
There needs to be more consistency in every award. There needs to be a real clear-cut reason why guys are selected for certain awards. It doesn't matter. But since we're talking about rookie of the year, I look back like in the 09 draft um, that had like, you know, Brandon Jennings, Stephen Curry and them. And uh, Tyreek Evans won rookie of the year. The Kings were nowhere near the playoffs. Uh, Stephen Curry was runner-up, nowhere near the playoffs. The Bucks, the previous season, didn't even make the playoffs. And that season, it was really led by Brandon Jennings for the Bucks to be a sixth seed. And he was third in the, in the voting. So it's kind of like, are you choosing rookie of the year based off of, <clears throat> well, how great did this guy play? Or is, it, is he leading his team to the victories? What I don't understand. Because if the season were to continue for the remaining you know, 17, 18 games, and Zion kept having those streaks of the 20, 20 plus games and all that stuff, and then finished the season out. Then for me, it'd be like kind of tough. Like, damn, he's breaking records here. But I don't know if I would have. Let's say if Pelicans ended up getting in the playoffs and Grizzlies didn't. I don't know would that change things. Like, I don't. I, it's kind of confusing how the award is chosen. What's your thoughts? Um. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, but I get it. You know, a team that's winning. A lot of times you got to look at it and you got to see who's instrumental in that part right. and how that will play out. Um, right. Man, uh, it's kind of like tough to like explain, but in some, and there's very unique situations to, to everything. And, you know, it doesn't mean a guy wins rookie of the year. It doesn't mean he will always be better than this guy. But it's just a matter of what performance the metrics, obviously, statistics play some kind of role in it. I mean, you're not gonna average five points, and unless you're really doing some other significant things like rebounding, all that stuff, and be rookie of the year. But most of the time, it's guys who score within the 18, the 20 point range, that that kind of range, and uh, that have a significant impact. Because in a way, how I look at it, it's the same way how I look at an MVP, but just rookie season. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, and how well does the guy does individually, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, it may not always run in the favor of how people think, like, like, let's say now, I'm pretty sure you, that year, you speaking of, uh, Brandon Jennings, Tyreek Evans, Stephen Curry, you believe that Brandon Jennings should have won it, but, you know, people can go ahead and say, all right, maybe that year he, Tyreek Evans was a better player. A clear-cut better play. Like, there's so many variables that come into play when you're picking that kind of award. Um, right. Usually for me, it's, okay, what's the direct impact? What does the mm -hmm. guys feel for the game? Um, how well is he shooting? How well, like, what is, does he have glaring weaknesses versus, you know, other ca candidates? If, a, if one guy could really shoot could, and can do the other things that, you know, one guy could do well. So he's going to have an edge over him. So right. Like, so like, you know, you kind of factor those things in. I don't know uh, what is your your metric or how you see it. Yeah, I mean, for me, I like to see that it's not just, you know, not just like, oh, he's having a great season, like the type of impact you make on a team because – if you are a rookie and your team was really projected to not even be anywhere near a playoff run and you lead them in the playoffs and you have the statistics to back that up, then definitely I feel like that should support your argument. But 
Mm-hmm. Like, I understand your point, depending on if it's a clear cut thing or anything of that nature. I just wonder, like, if the season were to continue because Pelicans were right near where where um, Grizzlies were, like, and Zion continued out the season and Grizzlies fell to, like, ninth and Pelicans made it to eighth, would people's mindset change or would it say, well, Zion didn't play enough games or... You know, I wonder how people like would <clears throat> think from that standpoint. I don't know, man. It's the same thing, like I said earlier, like a responsibility. Um, obviously, he's he's. I don't know if we could say he's the best player, but among the best player, um, he's not gonna kill you with the, a three point shot. He, you know, he can handle the ball pretty well for a big man. He's explosive. He could dunk the ball. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he still has work to do with his game. Right. Uh. John Moran just got a lot more tricks in the bag. Obviously, he's a guard um, as of right now. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, man. That's a, that's. It could be a very neck and neck, like how Trey Young and Luka Doncic was last year, mm-hmm. like where it goes to the very bitter end, where you know, I guess they get, you know, one person gets picked. It could even been a situation with, uh, was it Jason Kidd and Grant Hill that had a. Is a co-rookie of the year. Co-rookie of the year. Yeah. It was clean cut. Like these, even in the draft last year, everyone knew these were the top two guys. Yeah. And, you know, it would drop off after that. But people say significantly, I don't know about that. Um, Mm -hmm. I I believe R.J. Barrett is pretty good and he's going to be very good. Mm -hmm. Um, And he got some other guys too. But, uh, you know, that's, that's how I see, you know, like. You know the responsibility and how well, like, what what can you do well on the court mm-hmm. with the eyeball test? Like, okay, how well can you shoot it? You know, how 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 often you get to the line? How better do you make your the people around you? Right. You know, that's that's the biggest thing. What kind of impact do you have on the guys around you? If you right. if you just putting up some numbers, you know, it's just numbers. Right. And I unless, think that's unless you're going good. unless you you're, you're you're running up against guys who are probably doing the same thing as you, then it's like, it's a matter of, all right, who's the better player? Right. And I think, I think what's impressive with John Morant's situation too, is when you don't have like, you have a very young team and you're young yourself. You don't have a lot of like vets on your team to really be around you, to teach you the ropes. It's like, you know, you have a newer coach and, you have all these young guys around you who are trying to learn a lot, a lot of things that you're trying to learn while, you know, with Zion, like you have like a Drew Holiday, you know, you got a JJ Reddick, you got different guys on the team who've been in the game and can teach you certain things that you probably didn't know before or didn't really realize. So, you know, um, but yeah, you know, both, both of them, I think they both have, you know, promising careers, whoever wins it regardless. Um, but yeah, John Morant, it is. Yes, sir. All right, so that wraps it up for today's episode. Um, please like, subscribe. Do not forget to hit the uh the notification bell. Um, we uh post videos uh pretty much about three times a week. So um, if you subscribe, just uh, hit the notification bell, so that way whenever we post. You're updated and you're able to see our next episode and see what we got to say and even give us your feedback. So, you guys have a go on. See you on the next one. Deuces.